Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse here on the one and only MutinyRadio.fm. It's cold outside, you guys. What's happening? Is it Christmas time or what? Yay. Well, who gives a shit about Christmas? None of you give a shit about Christmas. I don't either. Actually, I sort of hate Christmas time. Uh, but there's one thing I really love about Christmas. There's two, actually. Uh, one is weird sweaters, and I like to wear them. Uh, and two is eggnog. I, I can hear myself up here. Yeah, it's all working. We'll, we'll check it in a second. It seems to be coming out of there, so I'm not worried. Technical difficulties here all day, all night long at mutinyradio.fm. That's who we are. We're actually, we aren't a real radio station. We're just a bunch of technical malfunctions, <laughs> one after the other. That's all we do here. That's and, and then there's Christmas. Uh, so the one thing that I um, really like about Christmas is eggnog. Does anyone love eggnog as much as I do? Yeah. Thank you for loving eggnog. Yeah. I actually let myself gain three pounds at holiday time because of eggnog alone. That's like, it's totally, I will drink a whole quart of eggnog to the face. And the best thing about eggnog, this is, this is a pro tip. If you put it into an ice cream machine, it turns into ice cream. You don't have to do anything at all except take the eggnog and put it in an ice cream machine. It's all there for you. It's just liquid ice cream that you drink, which is why I love Christmas, because we get to drink liquid ice cream. I also like Easter because we get to eat marshmallow chocolate bunnies. I don't give a shit about Jesus, you guys. I'm in for the candy and the fattening food. Bring it on. More, uh, I mean, I wish we could dress up uh, dead baby Jesus like a turkey or something and then eat him too. Mm. I love baby back ribs, especially when they're from the Savior. Um, I, I don't, I don't believe in God anymore. I was raised, raised, I was raised, I was raised super, super religious. Did anybody else? Um, yeah, David and the, David Zunzu Kershaw running the ones and twos. He was super, super Christian. Hey, come on in. Yeah, come on in. Were you super, super Christian? Yes. Yes, you were. You're Kat, right? Hey, Kat, how you doing? Yeah. Kat Wagner here from out of town. She's going to be doing a set later. Excited about that. She was also raised really, really Christian. How do you feel about Christmas? Love you love it. What's your favorite thing about Christmas? Uh, not working. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to say eggnog. I was hoping you would say eggnog. <laughs> shit. Uh, I don't get any presents anymore because I don't talk to my family. Um, I am, however, this year uh, employing. I am doing what Christmas is all about, all right? You guys might not know this, but the elf story with Santa is an insidious way for Americans to teach children that slavery's okay. See, it's all about how uh, there's little people somewhere else far away working hard for you, making presents. You see, it's good. They're tiny little people somewhere else making presents for good little American boys and girls so they can know that their parents love them. Mm. Uh, my parents used to buy things for me. That's how I knew they loved me. And then they stopped buying things for me. So we're pretty clear on the relationship at this point, I think. Um, but yeah, slavery, that's cool. No, it's not. Uh, but don't go, don't, just whatever you do this year, don't buy anything at Old Navy. I know that the gloves are $1.99 and you want to buy them. But just remember that each one of those gloves is knitted by a tiny, tiny Bangladeshi elf <laughs> somewhere over there in Indonesia, just knitting those tiny things for you. Look at me getting political. Uh, hey, Theo Hall, yay! Our comedians are here. That's exciting stuff. 
You gonna take your shirt off tonight? It's too cold. It's too cold. I've always wanted him to show the tattoo that he brazenly displays on Facebook everywhere, but you can't get this guy to show you in public. No way. Like he's all like, no, I don't want to show my body off. Oh, what are you, some kind of feminist? What's wrong with you? Mm. All right. Another comedian, drummer comedian, Aaron Barrett in the house coming up later. That's going to be exciting stuff. Yeah, clap for each other. That's awesome. Um, I, do, I used to love Dead Baby Jesus. Uh, I was a, it was a big thing for me being raised Christian, and we, we lit, uh, we had the nativity thing, and we did the advent candles, you know? Every Sunday we would light a candle and then light other candles, kind of like Jews, but not really because we were trying to be. I, 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 but I'm totally into the uh, Chaka Konica. I don't know if you guys have been selling, celebrating Chaka Konica. It's when Chaka Khan comes, uh, and she, gives, she steals jewelry from you for eight crazy nights. It's a lot of fun. I don't know what happened to Chaka Khan's career. I hope she's still making residuals, especially on Chaka Khanica. Uh Yeah, I don't really have any uh, Christmas material other than eggnog, uh, but I, I, I did actually used to love Jesus very, very much, and I am a feminist, as Calvin brought up earlier, and I learned everything that I need to know about feminism and being a woman from reading the Bible. I don't know if you guys have ever read the, uh, the book of Esther, Great book of the Bible, love it. Saved the entire Jewish people. How did she do it? Was she clever? Was she good at puzzles? Was she manipulative? No, she had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. That was it. That's how Esther saved the entire Jewish people. There's a whole story behind it with her uncle basically selling her into, anyways. She was hot and she didn't look Jewy. Uh, the other, I learned everything else from the other book in the Bible about women. Uh, it's the book of Ruth. Yeah, Ruth. Beautiful book. Beautiful story. Beautiful stuff, right? Woman, not a Jew, from another part in the world, probably Syria, uh, marries a Jewish guy. He dies. She's sad, heartbroken, but she loves her mother-in-law, and her mother-in-law says, I need to go back to my homeland. So she follows her mother-in-law because she loves her so much, and they get to Israel, and she does what I what the, the Bible taught me to do, uh, which is listen to your mother-in-law and marry the old rich fat dude. <laughs> Boaz in the field. She laid at his feet for three days. I think laying at the feet of things is kind of a biblical euphemism for sucking the cock, am I right? You know, when Mary Magdalene washed his feet with her hair, she was sucking her cock. Um, but Ruth laid at the feet of Boaz uh, for three days, and then he even said to her, there's a whole verse in the Bible where he says, you could have married all of these younger, more attractive men, and yet you chose me. And she said, I listened to my mother-in-law and married the old rich fat dude. Here's the thing, you guys. Hot rack, don't look Jewy. Listen to your mother-in-law. That's all you need to know as a woman. That's it. That's all you need to do. And you're going to be so successful in life. I love it. Uh... Good stuff. Love the Bible. I'm a feminist. Knock, knock. Who's there? Feminism. Feminism I can get my own fucking door, thanks. <laughs> kind of the precept of feminism is like, I got the, I got the door. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Hold on, let me slap my dick out of this feminist mouth and we'll ask her. I don't know why that joke always works, because it just doesn't make any sense. Like, do, am I wearing a strap-on dick? Do I have my own dick? Is it my metaphorical dick in her mouth? I think that I think it's my metaphorical dick. I think that that's what I'm after. I do have penis envy. Uh, What's-his-face, Freud, 
Why? Because I want all the rights and privileges that come with the penis. Absolutely. I want to do whatever I want. I want to stick it in whatever I want and not be slut-shamed. Men are never slut-shamed. That's all I want out of a dick. I just want to not be slut-shamed anymore for having sex with X, Y, or Z. (laughs) I've never had sex. That's not true. I have had sex with my cat. But not like I haven't put anything inside my cat. Uh, But I did masturbate next to my cat. And he was masturbating too, I could tell, because he does this thing with his butt on the, he does, it's so weird. He like, he starts sort of shaking in his lower extremities, kind of like shaking. Uh, and then I flipped him over, because I wanted to see his weird little pink crayon out there. And this little drop, this little drop of clear liquid came to the end of his little tiny kitty crayon. And, and, and then I was like, no, and in slow motion it dropped right onto my sheet. So I did what every normal cat lover would do. I smelled it. Uh, and <laughs> cat cum doesn't smell like anything, you guys. I don't think it's anything. I think he might have actually peed. But then I know cat pee smells like something. So it was very confusing for me at the time. But I did, I did masturbate with my cat, which is kind of having sex with my cat. Not really. Uh, I, I do know that my cat loves the fuck out of me because I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend. And my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked them. Uh, meaning that he loves me, <laughs> or, or that women really do taste like tuna. Uh, either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's ahi, it's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It's, it's dark and purpled with age. You guys, I'm 41. It's a sad, it's a sad, sad moment in my life. Uh, all right. Jonathan said he's bringing people from Benders. We'll see what happens. Let's sing the song, and the throngs of people will arrive. If you know how it goes, uh, sing along with me. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. Big Rock Candy Mountain Babies, buy it right now, Purple Star. M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You wanna come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! We have a spectacular lineup for you guys tonight and our first comedian is gonna wow the socks off of you. I get to, I, I have privileged to see him some Thursdays here at Feather Daddy's Harpoon Construction where he improvs his uh, little ass off He's a doll. You guys are going to love him. He's part of the vice principles of comedy. It's Eric Krasner. All right, listeners at home, I should note, first of all, that I have a pretty big ass for a dude. So, No, never mention something from your intro. Never. It's never a good idea. It never goes well. No one ever listens to those things. Holy shit, people. Okay. All right. <laughs> Big news for me, guys. Big news for me. A couple weeks ago, first time in my life, I made eye contact with my therapist. <laughs> Who's autistic now? <laughs> the holidays are coming up. Hanukkah's already upon us, as Pam talked about. Uh, my favorite thing about holiday depression is the way it distracts me from my regular depression. Hating my family is a great way to forget about how much I hate my life. <laughs> that Ruth story, okay, I don't, 
I don't know the Torah at all because I'm uh, I was raised secular. Um, uh, but I have dated a lot of Jewish girls, and that, <laughs> that yeah. The part where uh, you have to keep dealing with someone's mother, not only after you've broken up, but after they've died, is only Pam likes that, but <laughs> the rest of you need to date some Jews. Okay. go all right comedy you ready for it okay all that other shit that was just warm-ups okay that was just practice baby that was just some fucking i don't know just 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 saying some shit that sounded like jokes but apparently they weren't so uh we're gonna change gears a little bit we're gonna up the energy in here all right motherfuckers i know it's just comics in here all right yeah it's just some open micers in here. It's just Sun Tzu. It's just me. It's just you, baby. Here we go. Okay. Comedy is happening now. All right. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Here we go. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Listeners at home, you're not fucking kidding me. I know you're not, baby. I know you're not. No one's fucking kidding except this guy, Eric Krasner, right here, telling some fucking comedy fucking jokes. Am I right, people? Yeah. Woo-hoo, Krasner! Yeah. All right. Okay. I drove across the bay. Half an hour ago, I'm going to drive across the bay immediately after my set, and it's gonna be fucking worth it, okay? Here we go. So this weird Al Pacino thing I'm doing, it's like, it's like a hack Al Pacino impression, but I'm not fully committing to one. <laughs> you know what I mean? You feel me on this? I haven't seen a lot of Al Pacino movies, okay? I've only seen other people's Al Pacino impressions, okay? hoo Here we go. <laughs> Ah, show me the money. I know that's not an Al Pacino impression. I do have this bit where we do lines from Jerry Maguire in <laughs> that Al Pacino, in a hack Al Pacino voice. Uh, you have me a hello. You have me a hello. Show me the money. Take the fish. You'll make me want to be a better man. I don't even know if that's from Jerry Maguire. Full disclosure, I don't see a lot of Jerry Maguire movies. I have not. I don't see a lot of Al Pacino movies. I have not seen Jerry Maguire. So uh, show me the money. Okay, here we go. Show me the money. Hey, welcome. 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 Did you bring anyone else? As Pam kept saying you were going to. Yeah, I'm throwing you under the bus there. I'm throwing Pam. Pam, I'm throwing you under the bus. Um, Oh, they are coming. Hey, round of applause for these other people coming. Yeah. From Benders. They're over here. From Benders. A uh, 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 guy at Benders once uh, tried to fight me for being, a guy who worked there, mind you, once tried to fight me for being a tech bro. I did not work in technology at the time. And, oh, I don't know. One of the one who's a fucking asshole. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that narrows it down, but um, yeah, I get I get a lot of shit for being a tech bro in this neighborhood, uh, despite, uh, well, okay, look, I, full disclosure, I know how to program computers, I've done it for a living, but I can't, I, 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 I am as much of an unemployable bum as any person in this city, <laughs> so uh, it, this, the charge, it, it's not exactly pertinent, uh, one time, me and FC Sierra were standing outside of Last Weekend Video. FC Sierra, wonderful, 
uh, local comic. I paused because I don't know. It's always a little bit of an insult to call someone a local comic, you know? <laughs> like, oh, you know, this guy will never break out, FC Sierra. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good for someone who's strictly local. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so me and him were standing outside of Lost Weekend Video, and these two hippies rode by on bikes, and they were like, tech turds! Tech turds! Which is kind of perfect, you know, like, oh, just some, like, probably doing pretty well financially white person yelling at a Mexican for not belonging in the mission. Like, yeah, it's not, not really a joke, but it's sort of just a funny sort of situation. Um, also, I think tech nerds was supposed to be a pun on tech, tech turds was supposed to be a pun on tech nerds which implies that we would have self-identified as tech nerds, so as for the joke to make sense. Like, hey, like we're standing around being like, oh, we're so proud of being tech nerds, and then someone comes along and shouts, tech turds, and we're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you got us. <laughs> we thought we were tech nerds, but it turns out we're just tech turds. Right, but like, that's the, the, that's the thing, that's the thing about hippies, is that hippies have the worst sense of humor of any group of people <laughs> in the world. Because, yeah, it's, well, no, they th really, really think they do have a sense of humor. They really, really try really hard to make puns constantly, and they never quite understand how puns work. So, uh, I don't, it, don't, don't smoke weed. <laughs> no, it's, uh, Johnny's shaking his head. Johnny's shaking his head. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't, uh, bad mouth smoking weed in this venue. It's, uh, it's, uh, weed is, uh, let's just, uh, I don't know. Are we, am I allowed to say that weed uh, financially supports this venue? Because if not, then no. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. This is a, yeah, a, uh, a basically legally <laughs> legal marijuana company supports this venue. So uh, do smoke weed, but try not to make weed your entire personality for decades because it will have a negative effect on your sense of humor because uh, it's just it's, it's, the things in your brain start start to blend together a little bit. It's the, the, the ideas start to like bounce around in your brain a little bit, a little bit more freely. And that's okay if you smoke a little bit. It'll make you a little bit funnier if you smoke a little bit, maybe. But if you, if you start just swishing everything up in there, baby, whoo, man, you're just going to be a fucking shouting tech turds at some guy standing outside of a fucking video store minding his own business. So uh, think you on that. I've started going under my own power is what's happening here. It's got a little chuckle there. Yeah, I want to. I want to keep. I want to start pausing. I want to start letting you guys in. But frankly, I'm terrified. <laughs> if I pause and there's no laugh, guys, that's fucking dead air. <laughs> so fake laugh for our sakes. For every, I don't know. Don't fake laugh. Don't fake laugh. Do smoke weed. Don't fake laugh. Everything you want to do in here is fine. And I'm just. I'm just pointing out that I am. Uh, filling in the gaps for you, the listeners at home. So, uh, round of applause at home for me. No, 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 no. <laughs> round of applause at home. If you're not listening to this live, please still applaud. <laughs> yeah, just applaud this guy in the past. Just be like, I, f I feel you, homie. I feel you. Guy, guy, two weeks ago saying this. I don't know why you're listening to this two weeks from now. It's I, I can understand listening to this live, but if, maybe you're catching up. I don't know. Maybe you're trying to figure out uh, what every single Bay Area Comics open mic set was every week for um, just, just I guess, as long as this podcast's been running. Maybe there's some completists out there, some real fucking radio heads. Uh, that's not, 
I, I said Radioheads because this place is called Mutiny Radio, but then it's not. Other places have radio in their name that does not uniquely identify Mutiny Radio. Uh, you think Tom York was a big Mutiny Radio fan? Probably not, right? <laughs> First of all, he named his band before this place existed. Second of all, that's not a funny uh, riff to go on. <laughs> it's simply not a funny thing to say. Uh, but uh, that hasn't stopped me so far. So uh, here we... Go, okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Show me the money. Show me the money. Um, um, help me help you. That's another good one. Help me help you. Help me help you. Yeah, right, you know, you got to go full, you got to go full Scarface for, uh, to truly pull off this uh, beautiful bit, this beautiful subtle bit that uh, draws on so many different uh, pop cultural influences and just really... Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. I've been lit. Listeners at home, not listening live. So <laughs> please note that uh, if you're here or not here, uh, not right now, but when I finish talking, please uh, applaud uh, Mutiny Radio and uh, Pam Benjamin for putting me on this mic, uh, which I did so fucking well on. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Eric Krasner, yeah! Uh, and just for everyone's edification that's here, uh, we do get over 5,000 downloads a week. So there really is a, hey, audience member, Chris Knatzer, had a great show last night at the New Village Cafe, yeah. Uh, but we really do, we've been getting between 25 and 32,000 downloads a month, which means they're listening somewhere. Why? I don't understand it. I think just because it's been going for almost five years that people after a while are like, oh, this is a thing? I guess this is a thing. Uh, so yay for this thing. And yay for Eric Krasner, yay! Yay! Da -da 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 -da. Floating goat music, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and they do play in the fills. So if you guys are wondering what the amazing band that plays in between our comedians is, it's Floating Goat. And, uh, and the drummer comedian uh, from that particular band is here tonight. He's going to be up later, which is exciting. But they really are a great metal band, so you should enjoy them. Chris, we have so many seats. You should be comfortable. And he wants to stand with his coffee. Really? Wow. Late night coffee drinker. Are we going to do some cocaine later? What? Uh, we I don't do. I don't do. I don't do cocaine. But if you guys do... Uh, please listen to the pro tip that my dad always told me, which is if you're going to do cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. That is a pro tip that everybody should be aware of. That's just a San Francisco pro tip. Your next comedian, she got the best of the set, so she gets a guest set. It's like a thing. I'm trying to like, the best gets a guest set. Wow. Uh, every Friday, we have an open mic called Happy Hour from 6 to 7.45, and the person that has the best set wins the set on Pamtastics. Yay! Uh, so you guys, slap your meatballs together wildly for the very hysterical, lovely woman that we all know as Tess Berry! Hello. Um, it's Christmas, you guys. Huh. I just found this out recently. It's Christmas time. Um, I think, you know, everyone has their Christmas traditions. Do you guys... Uh, watch a movie with your family at Christmas time. Like there's a movie you guys tend to watch. My favorite's Holiday Inn, I love that movie. There's a blackface routine, we like kinda don't talk about it, but it is about Abraham Lincoln, so I don't really know how to feel about it. Um, but it's a really good movie. Uh, then, yeah, 
um, yeah, if you think about it sometimes. Anyway, my other favorite, you know, a lot of people like the Frosty the Snowman picture show. Uh, a lot of people like, you know, that other one. Um, yeah, or, uh, you know, Zuzu's Puddles. I don't know, that one. And uh, I, at my house, we watch the one Hard Rock Coco and Joe, Susie and Susie Snowflake. Have you guys seen this? It's absolutely terrifying. Please look it up on... It's like, here comes Susie Snowflake wrapped up tapping on your window. And it's like very creepy as this black and white claymation doll comes in and like pounds on the window. And then the other one is like three midget gnome claymation things and then like, he's hard rock, he's Coco. And then one's really small and he goes, I'm Joe. Like that's supposed to be the surprise. Um, check it out. That's the tradition in my house, and it's really great. Do you guys remember when you found out that Santa wasn't real? Spoiler alert. Um, do you guys recall finding it out? I remember my mom took me, it was like two years after I kind of knew, but she kind of held out to tell me, and um, I used to really love Subway. Uh, I was kind of a chubby kid with the baby fat mixing with like maybe she's kind of fat. That, that phase kind of blended in really well, and then I, uh, I grew out of it, which, is, which um, was hard. It was really hard, you guys. Um, but yeah, I used to really love Subway, so my mom decided in order to make me feel better about uh, telling me that there's no Santa Claus or Easter Bunny, she took me to Subway so that the meatball sub I loved so much could cushion the blow of the void that was left there by finding out that Santa wasn't real. And she said, Tess, you know, and I was wearing a shirt that the Easter Bunny had given me, coincidentally, <laughs> that said, like, Girl 2000 on it. And um, she was like, I just want to, like, you know, that shirt, you know, I told you the Easter Bunny got it, but actually I bought it for you, and, and all the presents that we've gotten you, you know, we say it was Santa, but, but really we got you those presents. And it was nice. Like, I felt really, I actually felt really good about it because my parents loved me enough to go buy me presents, but then I remembered the year where we got like socks and shitty presents and they were like, yeah, Santa. <laughs> and I feel like Santa just can kind of be the fall guy for some shitty presents some years. And um, then I didn't feel very loved. <laughs> I've been having some trouble. Um, you know, I think, you know, we live in a, a cross-sectional time now people are realizing that their identities are multiple things like I am a woman that's white that's straight maybe we'll see and you know there's like multiple things there's like class like there's a lot of cross sectionality going on in our lives and we're not aware of the types of privileges that we have like we might like kind of know that we have it but we're not like really aware of what that means so um, I've been trying to kind of like make a trying to find the right way to explain like what male privilege kind of can look like in a way that doesn't make people like feel really bad because you don't have to feel bad about it. But one thing I've noticed is that when men talk about, they'll be like, women do this. And I don't want to say like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I'm just saying like men tend to say things like women are, they think that women are out to humiliate them. They think like all these women, they don't like me. They're so mean to me. And then women talk about men, and when they talk about men, they're talking about the men that they actually fear will physically harm them. 
that's actually like a fear that's out in the world. And uh, men talk about women, they're like, women, you know, they just tell you that, you know, they don't like you and then they humiliate you. And when they mean women, they don't mean all women. This is something I've come to learn. They don't mean all women, they just mean the women that they're attracted to. Like women doesn't include fat chicks, apparently. <laughs> women doesn't include fat chicks. And when women talk about men, they'll be like, men tend to, do, you know, men do this and men say this to me. They don't mean all men. They mean um, the men that they're pretty afraid that will like come and hurt them. Because um, that is a general fear that we live with uh, pretty regularly. Um, and they also mean, but then when they're talking like positively, they definitely mean the men they want to fuck. Because, you know, men can say women and, you know, if they're not attracted to fat chicks. I also cannot be attracted to some dudes. That's a fine. That's an okay thing. I went to Catholic school. Who went to Catholic school? Nobody? Just me? It's like a Midwest thing. I found out late in life that um, people not from the Midwest don't realize that Catholic school doesn't mean, or Catholic school in the Midwest means um, like Catholic school. Like I learned about Ruth and Ruth, and I learned about <laughs> Jesus and did all the sacraments. And my biggest regret in life is that uh, you get a confirmation name and it like goes in between your middle name and your last name. And my biggest regret in life is that I chose Bernadette. Like, I don't really regret it. I love Bernadette. Like, there's a really good movie about her, but I really regret that I didn't choose uh, Teresa Elizabeth Mary Berry. I will be living that down forever. Um, but yeah, I went to Catholic school, and Catholic school, like, means parochial, not, like, private and, like, really nice. Like, no, we had asbestos and had to go on lockdown a lot because the people from the insane asylum next door would come in during passing periods and sleep on the benches. But you went to church a lot and we learned about sex ed in Catholic schools and they tell you things like abstinence and um, they tell you that sex is a sin and masturbating is a sin. Uh, and I, you know, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really bad. <laughs> Clap for sins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and um, I like to think it didn't have an impact on me. I'm like, no, you know, I reject the church's teachings on that stuff. I'm a feminist, but I also uh, recently realized that I can't think of someone who's touched my genitals as a person. <laughs> like if I think of them as a person, then that means I sin. <laughs> and uh, that's held on and it's doing wonders for my sex life. <laughs> I also don't like to think of myself as like a person because um, that's hard because then, uh, you know, sins and stuff. So it's really hard for me to take compliments. Do you guys have trouble taking compliments? It's a weird thing. Like we like have trouble being like, yes, I agree that I'm awesome. So I've been trying to get used to it and people come up to me and say, hey, I really like that sweater. And instead of being like, oh no, it's not that great. You know, it's like, okay. Um, I've decided to take a new take on it. And they'll say like, hey, I really like your sweater. And I'd be like, yeah. I know, that's why I fucking bought it. It's nice. <laughs> why do you think I got it? <coughs> like, hey, I really, I really like your haircut. You look really great. They're like, that's why I fucking did it that way. <laughs> you think I didn't understand that? <laughs> that also hasn't been working. Uh, who's excited for Star Wars to come out? <laughs> that's a good way to get applause. I'm excited for Star Wars. I was laying in bed this morning <laughs> drinking coffee 
and my um, tummy started making noises, and I wondered if that's how they got the sci-fi noises for Star Wars. Because they have to like invent noises, because there's no noise in space, and they have to think about it. And my tummy sounded just like Star Wars. <laughs> it was like, it's like, how did it do that? I actually recorded it, but I left my phone back there. I would play it, and I like kind of picked it up. I just like laid my tummy. I just laid my phone on my tummy, and it was like, <laughs> coffee on a, an empty stomach. Sounds great. I'm writing my memoirs, you guys. Uh, the only thing I've written so far is the title. It's called Table for One. Um, it's going to be self-published, <laughs> and it's going to be great. I went to the doctor the other day, um, because my tummy makes noises like Star Wars. <laughs> and I realized that going to the doctor and taking medicine is just like uh, a real-life game of would you rather. So, you know, would you rather your tummy sounded like Star Wars or that you have no sex drive? I really don't know. <laughs> would you rather that you had back pain or that you only pooped once a week? It's a really hard choice. Would you rather suck Andy Dick's dick or have Rosie O'Donnell sit on your face? <laughs> Equally difficult choice. <laughs> Equally difficult. Um, I've been trying to figure that one out pretty regularly. I think about uh, Rosie O'Donnell sitting on my face often. Um, yeah, so you know, let's think about it. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever noticed that things get like a lot more sad when you're doing them alone in a hotel room? <coughs> like eating alone in a hotel room, like it gets really sad. It's like not a big deal if you eat alone in your apartment. When you do it in a hotel room, it gets really sad. Or like drinking, drinking alone gets really sad when you're in a hotel room. Uh, masturbating gets a little more sad when you're doing it in a hotel room or uh, calling your mom. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I think the problem is like I get drunk and then masturbate and then call my mom. I think that might be where the, the issue lies. Maybe it's not the hotel room. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, check you guys later. Good night. Barry masturbates alone in a hotel room. That's actually kind of hot. I, I don't know. <laughs> Only if I think about you doing it, not if I'm alone. Maybe if I'm alone in a hotel room thinking about you being alone in a hotel room masturbating, then it's, I don't, yeah, yeah then, it, then it suddenly has legs. Uh, yay, Tess Barry, keep clapping, yay, yay. <laughs> she loves Jesus as little as I do. Uh, I have no idea how much our next comedian loves Jesus, but I was just trying not to like enter, because you got the Rosie O'Donnell thing, and I was like, Rosie O'Donnell sitting on my face. Could I breathe? How does that work? Like, do I suffocate and die? And it's not just about the vagina, it's just about the sheer mass. And then I thought, 
I, that's when I try not to think about uh, other comedians and faces because I don't want to be gross at my own show. Uh, but our next comedian, he, he's tall and lovely and very funny. And maybe someday he'll take his, maybe he'll be the leather daddy that takes his shirt off for us and lets us see all his amazing tattoos that he just chose on the internet for everybody willy-nilly. But in person, oh no, he's like clandestine as fuck, right? Oh, but he's a very funny guy. Put your hands together, it's Theo Hall! Thank you. Thank you. That's a very nice sweatshirt you have on, or sweater, I should say. Went well with the bestiality story that you told. I thought that was nice. For those of you who missed it, man. I like I like cat ladies, though, man. I think I think that's who I'm going to end up with. He's a cat lady. I, uh, I saw this lady, man, and she had cats in a stroller. Let me... Let me explain to the people who have sane thoughts. She had three cats in one human stroller, all right? I wanted to start fucking her right there. I was just like, you are my sensei. This bitch doesn't know what a fucking alarm clock is. She doesn't have to like, like worry about society. She has three cats in a fucking stroller. I was rock hard. Fucking all, I think about her all the time, man. I, I, like, I, every time I walk by a baby store, I'm like, I wonder if she ever walks by baby stores and just looks in and just be like, holy shit, those cat transporters are on sale. I might fucking go in there and get one up into six cats. <laughs> Fuck, man. Uh, <laughs> um, what the fuck am I just really wanted to say that joke about the bestiality. I think I, I'm a fan of bestiality in, in all forms. Um, Anyway, I'm glad this is going out over the internet. I'll uh, fuck the listeners, man. I care about you guys. I'm going to talk about the way I look, and I'm not going to describe it to these people. Uh, guys, people people think I'm cool, man, and it's, I don't know, like, you guys have heard me talk, so you guys are probably on the fence at this point, you know, like, dude, I've, like, I fucking drove up here from San Jose, all right, and, like, I understand why, you know, no one hangs out with me. Like, I, like I'm okay for, like, 10 minutes. But, like, anything after that, like, I, if I wasn't attached to myself, I don't think I would hang out with myself, you know? But, like, anyway, man, what I'm trying to say, man, is it's weird, man. People, like, people think I'm, I'm cool, you know? And it's just, like, I'm just, I'm not, you know? Like, I, like the people think I ride motorcycles. I don't know where they get that idea, but, like, it's just, like, it's, like, no, no, motorcycles are dangerous, all right? I drove here in a two-door Scion TC, okay? I got five-star safety rating on that Scion TC. Child lock on both those fucking doors, okay? Because I am not taking any risks. I go outside and a fire truck drives by with its sirens on. I plug my ears, okay? Because it's scary, and it causes me some light anxiety and makes my butt sweaty, and I don't like that, man. I almost got laid last night, but I had to take a big shit, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shit, you know, because I just, that, I don't know. I thought butt sweat, and I just was just like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we can just make that make sense. It's weird, though, man. Like, I, I was at a coffee shop, and a guy I didn't know came up to me, and he's just like, hey, man, I, f- I fucking listened to metal, man. I did three years in San Quentin. I'm like, that is crazy. It's my turn to talk, so I will speak. Uh, I uh, I got grounded in high school once and watched a documentary on San Quentin, so solidarity, brother. I will see you in the chow hall. That is something I learned in the documentary, the chow hall. <laughs> I have been going on job interviews this week, and uh, no success, all right? I don't dress like this at job interviews. I dress a lot more freaky, okay? I dress like a normal person, and for somebody that looks like me to dress like a normal person, it's fucking 
freaky, okay? If I ever come, Pam, if I ever come to Mutiny Radio dressed normally, that's the day I shoot this place up, all right? Suit and tie, maybe, I don't know, you know, like just a collared shirt, you know, maybe maybe something that's, that's fucking been washed. I, I don't know, all right? If I come here dressed, here's my theory, all right? If you have kids and you dress like a dad, or no, excuse me, if you dress like a dad and you don't have kids, can we edit that out or is this live? Fuck them. Um, if you have kids, I did it again. <laughs> I am fucking retarded. I can't tell why I can't get a job. Anyway, um, what was I saying? So if you do not have kids, all right, and you dress like a dad, you are hiding something and some freaky shit is happening, okay? I knew Jared from Subway was touching kids when he wore Dockers on mainstream TV, okay? That... There's something wrong with that, and I'm going to call it right here, okay? I'm going to call it right here. Pete Carroll of the Seattle Seahawks is a cannibal, all right? That motherfucker is eating people. He's running around with dockers and smiling. What are you hiding? You have a fucking stomach full of human meat, you sick fuck. Anyway, so I dress, the point of that is I dress normal in job interviews, and here's the other thing I do that, that just doesn't help me, is I try to do what I think a normal person does. I do my impression of a normal person, and you just, I can't pull it off, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just talking about myself, and I'm like, listen, sir, all right, I'm a go-getter, all right, I'm a straight shooter, and I'm all the other shit that the internet said I should say, okay? And I will not masturbate in the downstairs bathroom, even though I, I think it helps relax me fucking get more work done only people that go in there is shipping i'm pretty sure they're jerking off too i don't get the fucking job you know but here's the thing i, I don't like i don't think i want a job you know like that it's just like yes sir can you fucking tell me what to do five days a week i would love to come here i don't want to do that here, here's the thing like when you talk to people and you tell them you're looking for a job they instantly turn annoying you know, they're just like, oh, w w what is it you like to do? Not work. Do you know of any jobs that involve not working? Because that is the problem with every job. Every, does anybody know here know a job that, is, uh, that involves no working? Yeah? Congress. Congress, yeah. I don't know shit about politics because reading hurts my head, and I, and I would think that it would take some reading to learn about it. But what, reading? Yeah. <laughs> You know what feels good? Buying a book. That is, oh my God, that's invigorating. But like, I made the mistake. I, I honestly, I was going to try to change my life once and I bought two books on the internet and it was fucking, it was a spiritual experience. Okay, I've not read those two books. And the worst part is that website, they got my email address and they constantly send me emails reminding me that I'm a piece of shit and don't like to read, you know? Because it's just like, hey, you want to buy some more books? And it's like, I don't even want to read this email, all right? Because I read a sentence and it's starting to fucking... I'm getting a little fucking lightheaded, all right? I'm getting a little lightheaded. Um, yeah, that's the thing. When I got my neck tattooed, everybody's just like, oh, you're not going to be able to get a job. And it's just like, all right, you're kind of right, all right? But no, I don't want a job, you know? And it's just, the neck tattoo, like, I used to tell people, like, I used to start off this joke by saying you should get your neck tattooed. Don't do it, all right? Because I, I want to be the only one that has it, okay? So fuck you guys, all right? But it's cool because, like, people give you respect that you just do not deserve, and I fucking eat it up, man, all right? I, like, if I go to a bar later and I stand by the door, people will show me their IDs. 
and I fucking check them. I was at the caravan open mic, all right, just standing outside, waiting my turn, you know, just staring off into the abyss, you know, thinking maybe, maybe I should just fucking off myself. And this guy came up to me, man, and he's just like, hey, man, hey, man, I, can I use the bathroom? And I'm like, instantly, I was just like, one or two, buddy, all right, because I can't have you shitting in there all night. Get, get the fuck out of here. Move along, you homeless piece of shit. Shut, come on. What, you, you, they're, that's how you deal with a homeless person, all right? You fucking yell at them, all right? Calmly, you calmly yell. You're like, get, move on, all right? You keep that shit in your fucking colon, all right? That is my to toilet, okay? It's my fucking toilet. Wild horses, all right? Strange, dr like, like crazy dogs, okay? And drunk people. You just yell at them, all right? That's how you deal with them, calmly, all right? Calm assertive, and they just go away. Um, yeah, I almost became one job I actually almost tried to do. All right, was uh, become a school teacher, and uh, I went back to my guidance counselor in um, college, and I was just like, "Hey, I know what I want to do with my life. I want to become a school teacher." And she got excited. She's like, "That's amazing! You care about the future of America." And I was like, "Let me stop you, lady. All right, I care about summers off." That is why I want to become a school teacher, okay? Cause it was before, you know? I was still would have gotten it, you know? I, I wanted those kids to know who's boss, you know what I mean? No paper airplanes being thrown at me. That's why, honestly, I think serial killers do some good, okay? They keep people on their toes, you know what I mean? Like, I was walking this dog, and this dude just, like, I, I, the dog accidentally got on the grass, and this dude just looks at me, and he's like, get that dog off my grass and and that's fine you know like that is his grass and the dog should get off his grass but it's just like can you at least say hello can you at least just be like hello you're a human i'm a human and then say get the dog off the grass you don't have to just be like get this dog off my grass you know obviously i have some weird fucking high school issue i never dealt with and i got some fucking you know shit about grass Here's the thing, like I, I was wearing this nine inch nail shirt and it's it's one of I like I like the shirt, okay? And it's 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 their last tour shirt and it's a woman uh that's being held upside down and then she's being cut in half. All right. And uh I was wearing that shirt and then I had to get my mom a Christmas present and she's a sweet lady and she was just like, I wanna learn how to carve a turkey better and I was just like, All right, mom, I'm gonna get you uh, a carving class. I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do. So I went down to this place that sells knives, and I was just like, "Hey, do you guys have a carving class?" Let me tell you something. Those old ladies respected me. Okay, they were attentive. They were staring me right in the eye, just watching every move. I had that nine-inch nail shirt on. You know, they're like, "This motherfucker is gonna cut some people up." All right, that's how I keep my job, man. I watch serial killer documentaries all day. No one fucks with me. I sprinkle in a few Marilyn Manson videos, his early shit, not that week late shit. And no one, every now and then they come and check on you. They're just like, Theo, are we, are we having a good day today? All right, are we having happy? Can you just point to the yellow face about how you feel? Because Karen in accounting is scared shitless since you decided to wear camo pants today. We think it's the day this is going down. You're freaking us the fuck out. All right, thank you guys. And his neck tattoos. I have two neck tattoos. I have a neck tattoo over here and one in the back. And my first neck tattoo I got when I was 20. 
And I didn't think it was a thing. I just thought, hey, I'm a young college girl and I love theater. So I'm going to get a smile now, cry later tattoo on the back of my neck. And just going to do that. It actually was like that. It's like, I'm a theater major. And then when I was teaching junior high later on, I got so much respect because they were like, oh, Benjamin, smile now, cry later essay. What? And I was like, no, no essay. No. Write your essay. I am not your essay. It's a, it's just a neck tattoo. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, neck tattoos. Um, I have long hair, so I just cover them up. It's no big deal. Hey, you guys, our next comedian, she's from far away, so you should come in and listen to her because you've never heard any of her jokes before. Hey, everybody, she's from far away. She contacted me today via Mean Dave. If Mean Dave tells you a comedian is good, you fucking listen to that motherfucker because he's absolutely right. She's coming from far away. She has her own, like, thing on the face. You have 550 fans on Facebook. That's fucking big. You guys are going to love the shit. Look at, look at this darling young lady from I don't mean to objectify her because her comedy is what you should be objectifying. Put it together, you guys. Right now, it's Kat Wagner. Thanks for having me, you guys. I'm excited to be here. Um, so a little about me. I'm Latina. I know I don't look at I'm Latina, but I'm 23, so my kids are grown. They are. Okay, that's kind of a lie, because actually I'm half white, half Latina, so you guys, I'm 23 and divorced. <laughs> that's, woo! Yeah, it's fun. I'm Nicaraguan. That's my genre. No one, no one cheers for that usually, because they're all in Miami. Are you Nicaraguan? No. Okay, cool. High five. We're like non-Mexican Latina. It's like a, a bond. It's a bond we have. It's great. Oh, Dominican. High five. Woo! No. Non-Mexican Latinos club. Yeah, I, the thing is, Southern California, especially LA, like the majority, are, they're all Mexican, almost. There's like, there's like four Nicaraguans and six Guatemalans, and that's it. There's like one Chilean, and that's all Los Angeles. <laughs> At least that's what it feels like sometimes. Because I try to be friends with the Mexican kids. They're like, no, nah, girl, you're white, because I look white. You're white. I'm like, no, Nicaraguan. They're like, stop making up countries. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And it's weird, it's weird looking white and being Hispanic because nobody really under, like, you can't fit in quite because you're just not enough of their ethnicity. But then you go to hang out with the white kids and they're like, haha, your mom talks funny. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know how, but I got elected eighth grade class president when I was 13. Yay! Really don't know. But it just. Weirdly, appropriately, everyone thought the election was fake. <laughs> and it's not until now that I've read Nicaraguan history that that's just what happens to Nicaraguan presidents. <laughs> completely, <laughs> completely, that's... And one girl came up during a lunchtime like assembly thing we're having. She rushed the stage, she grabs the mic, and she's like, we need to impeach her. She's going to put country music at the dances. And I was like, girl, get your racism right. I'm Nicaraguan. I was going to take the money from the dances. <laughs> Give it to my friends. Corruption, yeah. <laughs> no, I, d I, I still to this day have no idea how I won. Like, I was a nerdy kid. Like, so if anyone, it was the teacher who was corrupt, not me. I'm, I'm just adorable. I can't help it if people want to help me. Just saying. Just saying. My mom's cute. Um, She's, the other day I told her I got an IUD. She said, mija, don't drink and drive. 
Ay, super concerned about me being single too. She's like, Katia, stop giving away the free samples, mija. I'm like, but mom, it works for Costco though. So I don't know, I don't know. It's fun, I asked my dad for some financial advice to put my money in a 401k. I asked my mom what she thought. She said, mija, get breast implants. Because then you can have somebody else's 401k. That's, that's real shit. Real. <laughs> it, get, it gets a little too real when she comes to one of my shows and she brings her boyfriends. And then I'm like, I'm kidding. That's a joke. She's not really after your money. <laughs> but it's too late. The damage is done. <laughs> the damage is done. And now they know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She actually, she does have really big boobs, my mom. It's, it's great. They're, th they're like, no, they're real. They're 38 Gs. I don't need. There's a G. What? Oh my God, the 38 Gs are so big. She has to wear like three helmets when she rides a bike. It's insane. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know what happened here. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know where that where that ended up going. And she's. I love her. Um, let's get so I have a, a sister. She's 17. She's a feminist. And like most of us are, like who isn't a feminist? Like if you're not a feminist, like please gouge your eyes out with a spoon now. Like we don't need you here. <laughs> Go away. But like, but she's a capital F feminist. We're probably mostly lowercase f feminists. What that means is like we're like cool, breastfeed your children wherever you want. It's natural. My sister's like, why aren't we always topless? Stop policing our bodies. He's all about free the nipple, all about it. I don't get free the nipple. I really, to a certain, I don't, because I feel like that's the part of feminism that a guy just snuck into the meeting. <laughs> he just sat in the back. It's like super bro-y too. We're like, give us rights. And he's just like, well, take your shirt off first. <laughs> yeah, show me your tits. Oh, I don't. My sister's like, you're so regressive. Seriously, it's the same parts. I'm like, no. Do you know how difficult it is to masturbate to male nipples? <laughs> it's not the same parts. Like, I wouldn't see a guy at the beach with his shirt off. Like, I wouldn't see you, no offense, but like, I wouldn't see you with your shirt off at the beach and just be like, mm, I can't wait. Did you? Oh my God. I want to like grab those and just be like, <laughs> no. I just don't feel, and things are only sexualized, of course, because we can't see them. That's the thing. They are, like, if our ears were always covered, and then, like, we saw an ear, we'd be like, oh, my gosh, did you see her lobes? <laughs> She's got some hot attached lobes, that one. They're all, like, common and, like, flopping and unattached. Like, they're <laughs> hot. I lobe her. Like, just, that's. And everything's about context, too. Like, everyone's like, don't slut shame. Don't, like, bash what other women wear. But, like, sometimes it's annoying. You know, it's fine to dress with no clothes on at Coachella or in the middle of Death Valley. It's taking 120 degrees out. I don't care. You do you. But, like, if you are at work and someone shows up naked, <laughs> you're like, this makes me feel like my boundaries have been crossed. Like, I get to have personal boundaries please dress appropriately. It's just a matter of my eyes and not being able to scrub images out of them. Like it's really about that. And like, do you get what I'm getting at with context? Like if you just lay around all day and it's a Sunday, it's fine. If you do that on a Wednesday, you're Theodore Hall and you're unemployed. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, if you're like walking around your underwear just, just in your house, uh, it's fine. If you're walking around your underwear at a Denny's, 
you're about you're about to stab someone probably <laughs> if you're walking in your underwear at a Denny's. Like if you walk up to someone, you stick your tongue in their ear and like wiggle it around and like breathe on it and go like, you taste like destiny, right? If that's your partner, it's a little strange, but it's fine. If that's a stranger, that's assault. That's, he really liked that joke more than everyone. And I find that strange, the guy in the booth. That's interesting, interesting to me. You were talking about church earlier. I used to go to a fundamentalist church. Now I go to a hippie church. That's fun. The body of Jesus is gluten-free. Oh, yeah. His blood is free trade. What's up? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Got to love church. Got to love church. Um, I mean, I like my church because it's all, like, inclusive and great like that. It's not all like, we hate everybody. Everyone sucks. You're going to hell. We're like, is there a hell? I don't know. I'm like, is this a church? What? <laughs> thing that's true across all churches and all religions is potlucks. Like, you cannot escape. You cannot escape the religiously affiliated potluck. Right? And usually we're trying to be inclusive, so we like let homeless people in, but on the inside we're all thinking the same thing, which is please don't hurt us. Please don't go crazy and stab somebody. Right? And they always bring the like, same crappy food, like fruit salad. I don't get fruit salad. Like you take something healthy and then they add like white garbage. Like marshmallow sauce like why did you just take something wholesome and make it the worst thing ever why and there's like a peach cobbler someone made it's got like dryer lint on it because it was made like three days ago for the potluck on sunday someone makes cupcakes they take out half the sugar you're like why did you bring hockey pucks <laughs> just feed them to your dogs we don't want them yeah i it's a germ thing. That's my thing about potlucks is germs. Like, I always find myself like the grace you say at a potluck is a very particular grace. It's always like, I pray that they wash their hands when they prepared this. <laughs> I, pray, I pray that they use soap and hot water when they wash the pans. And I also pray that the hair in my salad is mine. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I've, been, I've been single for a while. I was, divor I was married for a little bit. I really was. I got married at 19. I know. I know. I know. I don't know why I did it either. <laughs> no, it's because we were super religious, right? And we eloped. We drove all the way to Las Vegas and back in one day. The car broke down. It was the timing belt. Go figure. <laughs> it would be. And I should have known it was going to happen because the check your judgment light kept blinking. You know, it was really... I think the thing about dating... The thing about dating an 18-year-old guy is it's like adopting an 8-year-old child. Every conversation, like, hey, can we get the new Call of Duty? No. All right, could we get a ferret? Could you get a job? <laughs> then who would take care of the ferret? <laughs> oh, my God. And then he would, like, come up with ways to make money. He's like, one day I come home. He says, look, my friend said if I sell these energy juices... And then I get four more people to sell these energy juices. And they get four more people to sell these energy juices. And then they get four more people to sell these juices. And they get four more people to sell these juices. And they get four more people to sell these juices. And they get four more people to sell these juices. And the money's just going to trickle in, babe. Like, babe, that's a, that's a pyramid scheme. It's like, no, hon, it's a triangle plan. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Got divorced because we finished watching everything on Netflix. <laughs> what can you do, you know? It's just what happens. You just 
Oh, uh, gosh. Anyone here who's in a relationship about to take to the next level, my advice to you is get Hulu Plus. <laughs> like, don't stop. Oh, it's a dog. That's great. That's <laughs> great. Uh, a friend tried to give me some advice. She said, uh, next time I hook up with someone, just take a lollipop and rub it on myself down there for a sweet surprise. I said, that's not sex advice. It's a yeast infection. <laughs> Like, what's going to happen? The guy's going to be like, mm, baby, tastes like butterscotch dum-dums. Oh, uh, is that, that reminds me of <laughs> third grade. Wow. <laughs> is it, is it <laughs> watermelon Jolly Rancher? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's awesome. Heaven forbid the guy's diabetic and you, like, sit on his face and he dies. <laughs> Probably, like, that's killer pussy right there. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. I'm Kat Wagner. You're a lot of fun. Yay! Yay! You guys don't have to linger in the back standing. There's all of these chairs that you could sit in, and, and some of them are comfortable and have backs, and some of them don't. That was Kat Wagner. Clap again, you guys. Yay! She was a feminist. I liked it. I enjoyed her material very much. Uh, our next comedian, he's a young man, also from the South Bay. We kind of have like a South Bay thing happening tonight. It's a weird Bay thing happening tonight, as always, on Pam Texas Comedy Clubhouse. He has a new show coming up somewhere. I don't know. Where are you, Noah Gain? I'm like trying to make eye contact with you. There he is. Uh, you, he has a new show. He's a big baller. He's going to be producing the show. You guys should contact him if you want to get booked. Right now, he's going to show his comedic prowess for you guys. Clap like you've never clapped before for the hilarious comedy stylings of Noah Gain. Yeah. I don't want you no more. Hello. Wait, is this one? Right? Oh, hello, everybody. Oh, boy, I don't want to put my hand in there. Oh, man. Hello, everybody. Uh, guy in the front and lady in the back. Yep, that's, that's where everyone's located here. Oh, uh, man, this is cool. I hope you guys all had a good day. You guys have a good day today, Mutiny? I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, this is cool. I had a good day. I didn't really spend uh, too much time doing anything. I was just on the Internet most of the day. And uh, the Internet's the greatest place in the world, but uh, the people from the Internet are the absolute worst. Yeah, that's right, right, Cat Wagner? Uh, like, cause, uh, you know, that's right. I remembered your name. Oh, look at me, uh, <laughs> killing it on a Friday with names. Uh, <laughs> but no, like the people from the internet are the worst. Like I got a message from somebody the other day and it said, you're stupid. You're ugly. You have no friends. Nobody will ever love you. I hope somebody lights you on fire. And I was like, wow, these people are brutal on Christian Mingle. <laughs> But I am a single guy back in the market. Ooh, yeah. mm, not the one I wanted to be interested. <laughs> oh, yeah. But in these tough times, you gotta take what you can get, I guess. Uh, but no, that's the thank you, sir. I uh, I don't know. I I just got uh, dumped by my girlfriend because she uh, she dumped me because she didn't like that I was doing comedy. Oh, boo. Yeah, that's not very supportive. Like like you seem like a nice lady. What you would support me doing comedy, right? Yeah, yeah financially. Mm, the, <laughs> Now you sound like her. <laughs> but I, uh, I did go online and tried to meet a lady, and, uh, and oh, the guy just got scared by a dog. All right? It's the kind of room we're in, where, where dogs control the floor and comedians wither in fear. 
Uh, but, uh, but no, like, you know, I tried to try to go on a date with a lady I met from the internet. And I don't know what it is about. Sometimes internet people feel like they can say anything they want, even in person. Because I met up with her for lunch, and she goes, hey, you actually look like your profile picture. And I'm like, thank you. And she goes, that wasn't a compliment. And like that's that's the last like internet date I'm gonna go on, and I realize it's pretty normal now, but maybe it's a romantic in me. But when I have kids someday, you know, I don't want to tell them I met their mom on Match or eHarmony or BlackPeopleMeet.com. They won't let me register. Uh, but when I have kids someday, I want to tell them I met their mom the old-fashioned way, Craigslist. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I, I'm also unemployed, so if that sweetens the deal for any of you ladies. Okay. Uh, no, I, I recently just got fired from my job. I was working at a billion-dollar tech company. And uh, legally, I'm not allowed to say which one, but I'm sure if you guys really wanted to find out, you could Google it. <laughs> and it's definitely, uh, it's definitely tough, you know, because I don't have any income now. Like, I get all my money from comedy, which clearly you guys can tell how that's going. Uh, ooh, yikes. Getting paid even less now. <laughs> but uh, bazing. All right. Got a bazing in there. That's... That means this is going to be a good weekend. <laughs> but no, like, it's not just hard on me not having money. Like, I know my parents hate having to see me live paycheck to paycheck, especially because the paychecks I'm living off of are theirs. And I don't know. I, I hope I find something soon because, you know, I, I, I went to college. I actually got a free education. I went to college for free. And a lot of people, like, when they find out I'm Native American, they're like, oh, that's why you got a free education because you were Native American. I'm like, that's not it at all. I earned my free education by being poor. I don't know, but I I, did it. I went to college, did the four-year thing. Did anybody else get a degree? Yeah, so you all made an expensive mistake just like me. Okay. But see, my mistake was I majored in communications. Wow, all the comedians. We are all... We're all $80,000 together. But I see, I majored in communications, and I think even the dean knew I'd made a bad choice. Because the day I graduated, he shook my hand and he said, remember the Latin phrase, totium salvo verbis, because you'll be saying that phrase the rest of your life with that degree. And he was right, because that phrase translates to, welcome to Foot Locker. <laughs> you know, some people, like, <laughs> really? huh? Really? I don't know, I didn't take Latin. <laughs> I'm going to go out and say probably. <laughs> but no, you know, some people didn't go to college. Any self-made people here? Okay. A little less enthusiasm for, uh, you guys are just $80,000 in debt without the education. All right. Negative. Negative. I don't know what that means. Uh, a lot more. Oh, a lot more. Oh, okay. Can I ask, uh, do I want to ask how you got in debt? Is that something you can share? Less than debt. Oh, okay. That's good. So, so that went nowhere. Uh, <laughs> It's my fault though. Drugs? Did he do drugs? Oh, I don't know. You're at, you're at the front row at a comedy show and a radio station. I don't know. <laughs> That's right. And I'm on stage, so I'm not doing much better. I don't know. I uh, like I said, you know, I have a lot of respect for self-made people. You know, they they have a lot to be proud of. But sometimes I think they take a little too much pride. Like I got a like I <laughs> I met this guy the other day, and when he found out I had a degree, he got so defensive, and he goes, you spent four years at a university, and you're unemployed. I started working right after high school, and now I run my own business. What do you think about that, college boy? Yeah, 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 then I got defensive and said, is there any chance you're hiring? 
you guys seem like a nice uh, group of misanthropes. Uh, what do you guys want to hear a joke about? Should I anything random or crazy or topical in the news and I'll do a joke about it? Say it one more time. Why is it? <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't hear. What was it? Well, well, can, wait, can can you? I didn't hear what you said in the back. Oh, I heard dating. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a single guy, and uh, let me tell you, man, it's tough. Like you know, my buddies are trying to get me out there. He's like, buddy, mine goes, no, let's go dancing. Let's hit the clubs, ladies. You like to dance, right? Yeah. You guys are acting like I just asked you to dance right now, and you guys are like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to dance party start in the front. And I'm still not invited. Uh, but no, that's cool, you know. Like, I get why women like to dance, and I think it's more of a height thing. Like, it's hard for guys to get in that same mood, because, like, women are, like, what, 5'1", 5'2", 5'3", 5'4", like, everything within five. And, uh, and, you know, like, when you turn around, you're in the mix, you're in the middle of everything. I get why that's enjoyable. You see all your friends. But I'm six foot three. I'm a tall gentleman. And, you know, when I'm on the dance floor, I just see over everybody's heads and into the faces of other tall guys. And do you know how confusing it is when you have a woman pressed up against your body and you're staring into the eyes of another man? Too many emotions. <laughs> but I'd rather be a tall guy dancing than a short guy at a dance club. You guys ever see these short guys, like five foot tall, these guys who are like crazy good dancers at dance clubs? I feel bad for them because I'll be honest, like I never notice them unless I like bump into them or I put a drink on their head thinking they're a table. You know? I don't know. I, uh, I, uh... No, I know. I, they're moving. They're trying. They're trying. I, I, I can definitely respect and appreciate a short gentleman like that. I don't know. I, uh, you have a pet in your hand, sir, in your lap. What kind of animal? I was going to say what kind of animal I meant. What's its name? I know what a dog is. Skipper. 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 That's a cute name for a vicious-looking little, <laughs> little fellow. Yeah, see, he doesn't like me. I'm not very good. I'm not good with animals. My family and I don't have a good, like, repertoire with pets, you know? Because like the, oh, bye cat. No. Oh, cat's giving out cards? I like it. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. She seems like a nice gal. Uh, oh, man, but I don't know. Like, that's cool. You and Skipper, are you guys mates and stuff? Are you guys hang out? Is he your dog? Oh, okay, I didn't know if like... I don't know if he like found you out in the street or something and brought you in or I don't know. Tastes better in heaven. What? Tastes better in heaven. Is everybody on bath salts tonight? What does that mean? What does it mean he tastes better in heaven? I don't know. Two? No, I know what two means. That wasn't the part I was confused about. I meant what does it mean he tastes better in heaven? That's the... When I'm on bath salts, I'll understand. All right, I'm going to get away from that because I don't want to get eaten after my set. Uh, but no, that's cool. Like, you and Skipper, you seem like good good buddies and stuff. My first pet I ever had was a turtle, and his name was Leo, which is a great name for a turtle. And uh, and I don't know, man, like, like yeah, right, Ninja Turtles. And uh, I'm assuming that's what you said. I didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, swords, yeah. My turtle also had swords. Uh, but no, like, you know, he was, he was a good turtle and stuff, but uh, one night he got kidnapped in the middle of the night from his tank by raccoons, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was, like, it was like just, like, cold kidnapping. Like, they didn't even leave a ransom note, which should be, like, the minimum if you have thumbs and you're going to kidnap something to at least leave a note. That's right, yeah. And, um, 
And so like my parents, like at the time they loved me, so they didn't want to want me to worry. So they decided they were gonna replace the turtle so I wouldn't be any wiser. But I like they didn't do a very good job and I called them out and I'm like, uh mom, why does Leo look weird? And she goes, Well no, a turtles change colors depending on the seasons. And I go, Okay, but why is Leo now a rabbit? <laughs> hey, love you guys. Give it up for Pam, everybody. <laughs> Again, what's the name of this new show? Nobody knows, but it's going to be upcoming soon in the South Bay, so you need to contact him and be friends with him on Facebook and ask him to be a part of his amazing show that will happen in the South Bay. I've been down there a couple times, and their freeways are fucked up. I don't know if you guys have ever been to San Jose, but it is a clusterfuck of freeways. I have no idea where I'm going at all. Let's get these assholes back in. What are they doing? All the comedians hanging outside. Come on, you guys. Come on, you guys, don't you want to ever get booked at the comedy machine? I mean, you got to come in and listen to your next comedian if you ever want to be booked on his awesome show that happens at the Spice Monkey every Saturday. Super great. I love it. I've been a part of it a couple times. It's super fun. And, uh, and the comedy machine is a, is a wonderful idea, and he runs it out there in Oakland. And he's a super, super funny guy. Please, you guys, put your hands together. It's Ira Summer. Yay! <laughs> All right, thank you. Now I know that if anybody laughs, it's only because they want to get booked. I appreciate that. That's nice. You're doing really well. I'll get your names later. So, yeah, no, I'm not from San Francisco. I'm from Oakland. So I, uh, yeah, okay. That's somebody with a reaction. Um, and, yeah, no, I came, I came over here. I fought, I fought through 45 minutes of traffic. I spent an hour and a half trying to find a place to park. I hate your city. And uh, it's not a real city. A real city, you either have parking space or you have public transportation. And this has neither. It's just depression. And I, had a, I, I started out thinking today was going to be a wonderful day. It's the, it's the sixth day of Hanukkah, okay? So, um, which is the day when people give, you know, the presents showing how disappointed they are in you. But I haven't even gotten those yet today. So I, but I spent saying I woke up today, I was happy. I was excited because... Um, I am, I'm originally from New Jersey, and for those of you who are not from New Jersey, uh, one, thing, the, one thing you need to know about people from New Jersey is we, we basically, our, our God is Bruce Springsteen, and it is, it, it, is, it is the boss. It is, all, it is all we think about. It is all we do. If you know somebody from New Jersey, two things you need to know about people from New Jersey. First of all, we're all Italian. Everybody's Italian. The Jews are Italian. The blacks are Italian. The Puerto Ricans are Italian. Everybody's Italian, and we all adore Springsteen, okay? So... No matter, and, and so much so, when I was in high school, New Jersey actually made Born to Run its official state anthem. Yeah. Official, official state anthem. Yeah. We are the only state that thought it was a good idea to have an anthem with the words, it's a death trap right in it. <laughs> right. We wanted, we wanted to make it the official state motto, but somebody already did that for, uh, for Philadelphia, so we couldn't do that. And so now, but now Springsteen, Springsteen is coming. Springsteen's coming on May th on March 13th, and this morning at 10 a.m., tickets went on sale for the Springsteen concert. So I was ready. Today was going to be a good day. I took the morning off from work because this was going to be a special day. Okay, 9:30, I get ready. Okay, every 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 device in my house was set to Ticketmaster because I am ready to get tickets. Okay, I am not going to miss tickets. This is my chance. To do, I mean, some of you people, I, you mentioned you're, you're, you're lapsed Catholics, but you at least show up to, to church once a year, whether it's 
it's you know Christmas or whatever the you know the thing is where Jesus turns into the Easter Bunny, whatever that's called. <laughs> and no, but so people of New Jersey, Springsteen comes to town. This is what you do, okay? And so I, I'm ready. I'm set. I go. I start setting all the devices. 10 o'clock hits. All the devices start going. There are three different prices, so each device goes a different price. And then I start getting the questions, such as the little, the little CAPTCHA things, all right, that they start asking me questions because they want to make sure I'm not a robot. And so, fine, I'm not a robot. They start giving me this stuff. So for the, the cheap tickets, all the CAPTCHAs are blurry, so I can't see them. I start putting on glasses, so I start realizing I don't even need glasses. No, it's not my eyes. It's the CAPTCHA. They don't actually want me to do this. Then, so I start asking for this extra, this extra stuff, and then I, I want to know. And they've turned them not just into letters and number combinations just to confuse me. No, they're little phrases. Okay, they're phrases. So they start out with nice phrases, Jersey phrases, like down the shore, kill the guy. Uh, you know, the, the stuff, you know, you know, go to the Wawa, things that you got to understand. Then you start going to the expensive tickets, and then it starts getting real weird because it, then it, it, it's, I'm not the people they're, they're trying to do. It's, it's, it's stuff like, you know, watch out for Muslims. And, <laughs> but I'm fine. I'll put in whatever they say. I want my tickets. I want my tickets. So I go and I, I, I put this stuff in and, I, and then, it starts, then, then it starts waiting for this whole thing. The ticket, you know, you got 11 minutes to wait. You got 17 minutes to wait. And so I'm waiting. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and then my internet goes down. Internet goes down. So I, I've got Comcast. I want everybody to know I have Comcast. Yeah. And uh, so I call Comcast, but I'm ready. I'm ready before I call Comcast because when I call Comcast, it's going to be this little game that they want to play, and I've got all my information ready. Okay, where do I live? I know that one. Okay, I've got that. They, they want to ask me the last four digits of my social security number. I've got that. What's my mother's maiden name? I know this one. What was my favorite pet growing up? I didn't have one. I hate animals. So I go through 17 questions. I, I ask them and I find out we've got, we've got a little bit of a problem there that some, for some reason they think that I have, uh, you know, an extra modem in my house and they've decided to turn off my service to show me about this because I hate animals. And so they, they, they turn the whole, I, so I spend another long conversation with them. I get the whole thing, I get it going. Then they want me to, so I finally set it up. I agree, I'm gonna pay them more money. Great, I, I, t I get it ready to pay. And they go, fine, we've got more questions. I need to know your payment password. People like, as if someone gets this far into my account and wants to pay my bills, you don't stop it, you let them pay the bills. They don't need another password for this shit. And then they're asking me, okay, you know, do you have, you, you know, they're going, well, if you don't know it, you got a password hint. I don't have a password hint. I don't give myself hints for passwords. I don't, I don't even create passwords. So I finally get this thing going. I, I pay the rest of the, I, How much the, by the time I got on, the tickets were gone, gone, sold out. Okay. This is God sending me some sort of evil message. Um, I don't, you know, yeah, so I, I am, uh, I was ready for a great day. I was really ready for a great day. And, uh, and instead I am, um, I'm here telling you about, it's not the same. It's not the same. No, no, this is, 
this is this is this is Springsteen. These are these are minimum of three hour concerts. These are every and and he was going to do the entire River album, uh, which they've never actually done in concert before. So this was going to be uh, a religious experience where, uh, and the last the last Springsteen concert I went to, he actually he was 65 years old crowd surfing no. over the whole no. thing. The entire, you know, the most, most of the, at least everybody in the audience who's from New Jersey sings every song along. Is this no, this was over here at the Oakland Coliseum. He's coming to Oakland. Okay, trying to get a ticket in New Jersey. Forget about it. <laughs> Not going to happen. Not going to happen. But here in Oakland, here in Oakland, there are only, you know, there are whatever, uh, 30,000 seats over there. They're not 30,000 people from New Jersey. I don't see, you know, I figured I at least had a shot to get tickets for this thing. And I've been, I've been to his last, uh, the last 10 shows he's had out here. I've been to these. Um, it's almost, you know, I have, uh, you know, I, yeah, I also, I've been to, uh, yeah, I've been to every Yankee game that they've played in the Oakland Coliseum for the last uh, 24 years. I missed, I missed one Yankee game in the last 24 years because uh, that's since my younger son was born. I've been to every Yankee game at the Oakland Coliseum. The one game I missed was because my younger son actually graduated on Father's Day from UC Davis and the Yankees were in town. So I, I, so I uh, yeah, I actually gave the tickets to my, to my older son who um, didn't, didn't want to drive all the way up to Davis. <laughs> and uh, no, why? No, he doesn't want, he, he's not going to go see his brother. What, Yankee tickets? You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. Of course I'm going to see Yankees play. So uh, I, um, I don't know if any of you were paying attention. The Warriors won today. Yeah. 24 and 0. So we got Warriors fans, which is wonderful. I, um, I'm a Knicks fan. Um, which I'm sorry is the right answer. I'm sorry, uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony is something else you should be sorry for. Yeah, somebody. I, it is. It is one of those things where I don't. I don't pick. I don't. I don't change teams just because. It's not like you know. Yeah, I, look, I'm Jewish. Okay, I'm always Jewish. It's not like I switched to Christianity just because you guys have a better religion, you have better presence, you have more fun. Um, no. I pick one, I stick with it, and this, this is what I do. I pick the Knicks. That's what I did, and no matter how sorry they are, I am still a Knicks fan. And uh, it, is, it, is, uh, it is helping me understand why there are people who still vote Republican right now during this whole thing. Because it is just, it is sorry, it is sad, but you picked your team, and you really should show support at that time. You don't go running away just because people say things like, you know, Mexicans are rapists, or... Uh, yeah, none of that shit. No, no. You you stick with your team and you show support and you uh, you do that. That is just you be proud. Um, so anyway, this is uh, I'm feeling a little bit better now. Thank you. I appreciate your time. Uh, so uh, yeah. Whoa. Good luck to all the comedians tonight. And murdering it, you guys are gonna all go see his comedy machine show at Spice Monkey in Oakland because it's amazing and it's a lot of fun to be a part of. So you should definitely email him and say, like, that's what I want to do. Our next comedian is Bar None, one of my favorite people and one of my favorite comics in the comedy scene. I love all of his material. I love him so much as a person. I love all his, his weird characters he does. Uh, he only does one weird character. No, no, well, 
Oh, you're wearing the clown shirt. I wish you were wearing the cat shirt. I wish you were wearing the cat shirt by the weird lady. That would have been cool. If you do the cat shirt with cat voice tonight, 10 extra points for drummer comedian Aaron Barrett. It reminds me if I if I almost this remember that uh, Paul Simon um, Chevy Chase video. Yeah, he puts his glass and it falls. <laughs> Don't want to do that. How's everybody feel tonight? Does everybody have comedy pneumonia? Let me hear your mutiny radio. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're gonna have a party tonight. Oh, sorry about that, guys. I uh, I'm a retired general in the Kiss Army. I can't help it. Oh, man, I wish they would retire, man. Matter of fact, this crowd's probably bigger than their crowds before they put the makeup back on it. <laughs> Christ. Love it. Yeah, I think this is more people than when I saw them at the uh, Oakland Arena in 92. <laughs> but I got a guitar pick, landed on my shoulder. Uh, no, I, I did always want to be a rock star, though. Like, um, I used to go see all those bands in those days, you know? And a matter of fact, I think Kiss. I think Kiss should retire. I think Paul Stanley, the singer from Kiss, he's got a career waiting for him in motivational speaking. You know what I mean? Like I think he could go on like the motiv- motivational speaking circuit and do like Walmart shareholder conferences. You know, get their shareholders all psyched up for the fiscal quarter. You know, It'd be like picture him full costume makeup. All right, Walmart shareholders. Yeah, I know, I know. Everybody's stuck inside at the convention. Everybody wants to go outside and get high. But you know what gets me high, people? Everyday low prices. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know our sales were a little flat to last year, but with just a little bit of hard work on everybody's part, we're going to see a 3% increase in comp sales to LY. <laughs> God damn. I, I wish they would retire. Let the jugglers take it from here. They got it. They got it. They got it. Uh, sad news last week. Scott Whelan from Stone Temple Pilots died. Um, yeah, that was weird, man. I really didn't know how to feel about that because back in the 90s, I actually was a pretty big Stone Temple Pilots fan. I owned a bunch of their albums, but, you know, I kind of fell out of it, you know, and then, but when I heard that news, I really didn't know how to feel because, like I said, I used to be a big fan, but, like, these days, I'm only, like, half the fan I used to be. Ah, oh, shit. Speaking of drugs, my rock star partying days are way over. Way over. Like, I drink and smoke weed. I haven't done cocaine in like six or seven years, you know? Because let's face it, yeah. Cocaine's one of those drugs you don't just, you just don't do once, you know? You do it all fucking night, you know? And it always cracks me up now, like when I'm at a party or at a bar. Some dude will come up to me and be like, hey, bro, you want a little bump, huh? You want a little bump? I'm always like, oh, shit, I don't know. You want me to follow you around the rest of the night pretending to like you? (laughs) Bump. What the whole bag, dick? (laughs) By the way, if you're a guy and you're offering another guy coke, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) Have you ever been to Broadway Street? It's for the strippers, folks. um, I'm single and... uh, it's hard because this city, there's like so many fucking stupid girls in this city. I, 
You know the ones that have that real annoying voice? They're like, yeah, right? I know, right? I know. Come on. Like, oh, my God, right? Shut the fuck up, man. Like, did you go to school to learn how to talk like that? What the fuck? You know? Um, and I, and I don't even give those girls the time of day. You know, I will not even talk to them. But I was outside a bar the other night uh, on the sidewalk, and there was two of those girls outside on the sidewalk chirping away. And all of a sudden, I hear one girl say to the other girl, she was like, yeah, and then I made the mistake of telling Laura. I fucking lost it. I walked right up to her. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. She's like, excuse me? I'm like, you can't tell Laura, man. What the fuck? I can't trust Laura. She's going to tell everybody I fucked that up. Hold on. Ira, are you getting ready to go? I wanted to do something for you, Ira. Oh, I forgot to do my other joke. Let me get ready to do it. But I'm going to do a little impression for you, Ira, quick. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name of that album? Is that uh, Born to Run? Born in the USA. Born in the USA is the name of that album? Oh, yeah. Have Republicans figured out that they can't use that song anymore? Have they finally figured that one out? Like I said, guys, I always wanted to be a rock star, you know? But my, uh, and I used to go see all these bands, but the one band I never saw, and I have to put this hat on for it, was ACDC. And you gotta love ACDC, right? These guys have been around for like 40 years. They've been doing the same song over and over again, and we keep buying it. But the thing I love about them is ACDC has never sold out. They don't do ballads. They don't do commercials and shit. But just like all my favorite bands, they will sell out someday and do a commercial. I, matter of fact, I, I predict it's gonna be a McDonald's commercial. I already, I already have it written. This is how I think it's gonna go. You're gonna see it at like Super Bowl 72 thousand or whatever uh fucking all right here's my impression acdc mcdonald's commercial they got the super size i'm telling you no lies knocking me out with those american fries take a moment to share kids meal with apples and pears have a soft serve cone big mac two pies and mcrib because i'm loving it yeah Shit, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Uh, my set's all over the place tonight. I'm uh, talking about women. There's certain women. I actually met a girl at the Brainwash Cafe about three months ago. I was sitting there having lunch, and this kind of overweight blind girl came up to my table. She's like, hey, she's like do you mind if I sit down? I'm like, no, have a seat, ma'am. And we actually got to talking. We meet, uh, we become really good friends. We meet for lunch like three days a week. But over the course of the three months that I've known her, she's lost a lot of weight. And she just told me the other day, she's like, Aaron, I don't know what it is, but ever since I met you, I lost 23 pounds. I'm like, I know, you look fucking awesome, that's great. But I feel really guilty, guys, because I don't know if I should tell her I've been eating her fries the whole time. It's <laughs> oh, fuck. You do gotta be, guys, you gotta be careful who you sleep with, guys. A lot of STDs out there, be careful. I, uh, m most of my life, all the women I've slept with have been from the lower 48 states here. But about two years ago, I met a girl from Alaska during the summer and slept with her. And I just want to warn you guys, do not make that mistake, all right? Do not screw women from Alaska. You guys have no idea how hard it is to get rid of king crabs. <laughs> boiling water and melted butter, that's, that's the cure. <laughs> See? 
the only STD you can eat. Good stuff. Keep growing those pubes, guys. You need pubes to have crabs, by the way. Public service announcement. I know a lot of people shave that shit off these days. Uh, I don't need to because I don't have any reason to, but uh, I get my crabs from the, from the toilet seat at Brainwash now. Yeah. That's what you do when you're single. Ah, uh, fuck. Where we go? Where do we go now? Um the fuck i have to look at my fucking spot there i uh i'm trying to get in shape like a lot of my guys my guy friends are like looking at me like dude you letting yourself go man like what are you gonna do even to defend yourself if you get in a fight what's your first move in a fight i'm like they're like karate kid the crane the crane's your defense that's not martial arts man you got to get into mixed martial arts man you got to check out ufc so my buddy's like, come to the bar with me this Friday. Check out the UFC championship. I'm like, all right, whatever. I've seen commercials. I've seen clips. But I've actually never seen one of these fights. You guys all seen UFC here, yeah? Yeah, this shit this shit's fucking violent as fuck. But I swear, it only took like three minutes of watching this shit, but I really thought to myself, like, wait a minute. This shit's pretty gay. <laughs> like, mixed martial art? Art of what? Spooning? It's like extreme spooning. Yeah. The fuck does UFC stand for? Ultimate finally and cuddling? <laughs> but sure enough, though, I ended up getting a fight with this guy, but I got lucky. I swept his leg and got him a headlock on the ground. I mean, I was spooning him real fucking tight. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened, man. He must have felt my boner groan because he flipped me over so fast. I didn't know what hit me. I thought I was dead. But then all of a sudden, he whispered in my ear. He was like, I like your moves, bro. And I was like, I like yours too. That's pretty sweet right there. And he was like, you want to get together and spar sometime? And I was like, you got any Coke? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, bro. So he let me go. We've been spooning for about two weeks. Two weeks now, yeah. Yeah, nothing serious. Just light spooning on the bathroom mirror. Oh, shit. I lost my head. That one of his songs, I lost my head, Ashbury Park in 1973. (laughs) I'll work on on my Bruce impression. Oh, God, I do a better Adam Sandler impression. Slap it, yo. (laughs) Bobby Boucher. Um, Let's end with, uh, how much time we got left? Yeah, we got time for GWB. Uh, it's political season, so I kind of want to bring uh, someone out here to talk to you guys, give them, give them my last four minutes, a little character I do. You guys might miss him, but I'm going to bring him back tonight. A little character named... George W. Bush. And I love tacos. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. I know a lot of you might not recognize me. I mean, disguise is what I call incognito. It's a fancy word for disguise. This is what I call my liberal look. It's the kind of look that says, hi, I'm comfortable with abortion and gay sex. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. A lot of people ask me, say, George, why do you want to get into stand-up comedy? I said, well, I was wanting to know what it was like to bomb a stage. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Are there any Republicans in the room here tonight? 
There's the elephant in the room right there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for voting for me twice. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. A lot of people warned me when I got in the comments. Say, George, you're going to California. That's the liberal capital of the United States. They're going to eat you up. They might throw tomatoes at you, George. I said, well, I've been to Iraq. They throw shoes at you in Iraq. There's an old saying in Iraq. I'm not sure if you've ever heard this one. It goes a little something like this. Shoe me once. Shame on you. Shoe me twice. Well, you ain't got no shoes. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. A lot of people have been asking me what kind of activities I've been doing, what kind of extracurricular activities I've been doing in my spare time. I went to my first rave here in San Francisco last weekend. My first rave. Apparently, there's an Amber Alert for someone named Molly. I mean, if you see her, call Amber. I'm not sure how that works. <laughs> Been taking some acting lessons lately. Very similar to my college days. All I have to do is say, lion, please. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Someone was asking about the election the other day. Asked me about my thoughts on Carly. I said she was great at my graduation party at Martha's Vineyard in 75. She nailed your so vain. Nailed it. Love Carly. Love her. She had a show at Nickelodeon for a little while. Love that one, too. Appreciate that. I think she, she, I think she has HPV or something like that. Love it. I love it. A lot of people ask me what it was like to hang out with Dick Cheney, or as we used to call him, Dick Tater. He loved tater tots. He did. 450 degrees, 20 minutes, nice and crispy. Nice and crispy. I like to tell people about me and Taney at Camp David. At nighttime, we get our G.I. Joe sleeping bags next to the fire and pray to God. I like to tell people what Taney used to say to God. He used to say, Dear God, I know I've got a bad heart, but please let me live another day or I'll shoot you in the fucking face. <laughs> That's how Taney rolls. A lot of people uh, want to know what I'm doing tonight. Well, I have to catch a red eye back to Crawford. Laura's making taquitos tonight. That's Mexican for little taco. Appreciate that. I'd like you guys all to take your Christmas vacations. If you have any spare time, please go visit my presidential library. Attendance is a little bit low. Some people told me, George, it's an awful big building for one copy of Goodnight Moon, but... All right, guys, my name is Aaron Barrett. Thank you, Mutiny Radio. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Discover comedian Aaron Barrett. Murdering it. Yes. Are you guys ready for your headliner? Are you fucking ready for the amazingness that's about to explode on this? He's not really an exploding kind of guy. But, I mean, no, it's cool. No, no, no. He's an amazing comedian. But he isn't going to be like, ah! I don't want to, like... I, he's more of like a, but in a, in a in a more ironic, amazing kind of self-deprecating way. Uh, I don't want to. You guys are gonna laugh your fucking faces off. Clap wildly right now. It's Christopher John. Yay! Hello, everyone. How are you guys doing? Hooray! 
Hey, keep it going for all the comics you saw tonight, all of yourselves. I'm doing good. I am Christopher John. Uh, my roommate got mad at me the other day because I walked into his bedroom unannounced and he accused me of trying to catch him and his girlfriend having sex. And I was like, come on, dude. I'm just trying to catch her having sex. <laughs> you are just the icing on the cake. Now hand me my camera and let's get it on. Um, I don't know, is the mic on? Yeah. Is this mic on? Oh, did I record it? I did. Um, uh, I don't poop in public restrooms. I'm not a public pooer. I'm 24 years old, and I've pooped in a public restroom under 10 times in my life, and I've shit my pants 200 times, and it's disgusting. I feel like we were all distracted for that joke. Or we heard it before. It's fine. Anyway, I'm a germaphobe. I am a germaphobe. It's, it's, it's hard to be a germaphobe when you look as disgusting as I do. Uh, every time I look in the mirror, I feel like I want to take a shower. Uh, I'm, I'm ugly. I'm an ugly boy. I'm so ugly. Look at me. Look at me, though. Uh... I, w I didn't always look like this. When I was like seven or eight years old, I was like a cute kid. You know, I, was, I peaked when I was seven, pretty much. <laughs> I peaked when I was seven. Like if you saw a picture of me now, side by side with a picture of me when I was like a seven-year-old kid, you'd be like, what did that old man do to that beautiful little girl? <laughs> he touched her, probably. I'm not touchy. I don't touch anybody. Um... I don't know. I'm hungry. You guys hungry? Uh, good. I am a gypsy person. A lot of people don't know what that is. It's an ethnicity. Sometimes gypsy people get arranged marriages. My parents did not get one, but they want me to get one. And I told them I don't want one because I think they're going to pick someone ugly for me. And they were like, why would we do that? And I was like, because you guys picked each other. Just makes sense. It's math. It's math. Um... I dropped out of high school when I was a youngster, and I regret it. Thank you, I regret it, because I never learned how to play truth or dare. <laughs> Tried to play the other day. I went up to my friend. I said, truth or dare? He said, truth. I was like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> um, then we made out in the broom closet. <laughs> and it was disgusting. Hey, there's a dog in here. There's a doggy here. One time I let a dog lick peanut butter off my balls. Uh, but before that, I let a guy named Bill do it. Uh, so it really is a slippery slope. <laughs> it's a slippery slope, homosexuals. Just kidding. Um, uh, bye, dog. I was going to fuck that dog later. Now I can't. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I'm having a bad day today. I'm having a bad day. If you can't tell, I was peeing earlier, and I accidentally dropped my iPhone, and it hit my girlfriend right in the face. And I had to start the video all over. Thank you. We were making pee porn. 
pee porn. You guys like porn? Woo! I like porn a whole bunch. I love porn. I love porn so much I jerk off before I watch it so I could finish the whole clip. <laughs> and even then, it's pretty hard. Have you guys ever seen behind-the-scenes footage of a porno movie? It's kind of boring. It's just the girl's father abandoning her. I can do impressions too, you know. Uh, you guys want to hear an impression? If you if you uh, get this impression right, you get to uh, flake me. Just kidding. You get a present. All right, ready? Yeah, my dick. Um. Homer. <laughs> who who is that, guys? Who is it? That's incorrect. It is. That's uh, me. That was me when I was just a kid. Uh, I, I just said it to me. I didn't say anything great. I'm sorry. It's really more about the impression. It's really spot on. I'm really great. Thank you guys so much for coming out. I'm going to leave. Just kidding. I'm going to be here for 45 more minutes. Uh, thank you. Whenever I go pee in public restrooms, I'm always looking at the guy's dick next to me. And nine times out of ten, my cock is bigger. Thank you. Mostly because I have a boner. <laughs> Due to the erection. I get erect. Get erect. A lot. I have a pee fetish. Uh, I don't know. I was outside earlier. I was outside and I offered a lady my jacket and she was like, no thank you. I'm not cold. And I was like, I know. But your arms are hideous. Hideous arms. Amputate them. <laughs> Get them amputated. Uh, I read this study online recently that said men with fatter bellies last longer in bed than men with skinny bellies. And I think that's probably true. You know, because it's easier not to come when you're fucking another fat person. <laughs> Just makes sense. You're too witted to continue half the time. It's easy. <laughs> uh, somebody's making a poopy. Uh, when, uh, yeah, it did smell like poo earlier in here. But then you lit a match in there, and it was, I, I praise you for that. Uh, I read a book. I lied. I never read a book. I read a book before, but... I saw a book at a bookstore the other day. It was called Religion for Dubbies, and I was like, that's an accurate title. <laughs> Especially this Islam. Just kidding. That's the, that's the only one that's offensive to criticize. Uh, um, I don't know. I, uh, I am balding. I forgot I have bald jokes. Balding? It's unfortunate. I am balding. I didn't just get a haircut, and it's growing back very slowly. I am truly balding. My friend was teasing me the other day. He was like, just go bald now, man. Just do it. Go bald. And I was like, dude, I'm trying. This is the best that I can bald. This is the best. Um, I'm bald enough to where I can get sunburned on top of my head, but not bald enough to where I can put sunscreen on there without it looking like there's a jizz in my hair. Hmm. <laughs> 
jizz? You have some jizz for me? Uh, oh. Well, I don't, I don't want to do anything. Uh, oh, yeah, it's sunscreen we're talking about. I thought you were talking about Rogaine. Uh, my mother bought me a bottle of Rogaine. She doesn't want me to go bald either. And I took it as an insult, so I threw it away. And she got really angry. We got into a big argument. Uh, now she thinks I'm balding to be rebellious. Um, I, I get a lot of pussy. I get a whole bunch of pussy. I've been tearing that pussy up. Tearing it up with my claw dick. Uh, too much pussy, if you ask me. It's overwhelming. I'm a player. But my least favorite thing about being a player is when Shorty is back at the crib and she's making that ass clap. And I can't even enjoy it because every time those big ass cheeks just just collide, uh, makes the clap noise and my lights keep going on and off. Because my mom just installed the clapper in our house. I live with my mother. Fuck bitches at my mom's house. Oh, hey. I got embarrassed that somebody walked in when I said that. Uh, no, it's not true. I don't get any pussy. No pussy for me. Uh, I was telling my brother about my sexual frustrations, and he was like, just come with me to a rave, and you'll get laid. And I was a little skeptical, but I went anyway, and he was right. We went to the rave, and within 15 minutes of being there, started fucking my brother. And it's disgusting, but it felt good. It counts. It counts. Whew. Uh, <laughs> I bought I bought a lady a whole bunch of drinks the other night in hopes of getting in that cunt. But uh, she was like, I'm not going to have sex with you. I'm not going to have sex with you just because you're buying me all these drinks. And I was like, I know that. That is exactly why I'm buying you all these beverages. You don't want to have sex with me, so I want to make sure you feel like shit tomorrow morning. <laughs> trying to get you a DUI. Oh, I got a DUI recently. I forgot about that. It's been a while. I got a DUI. Uh, I thought, I don't know. I thought I was going to go to jail because I had some Xanax in my pocket. And I had some other stuff. I had some Xanax in my pocket. And uh, Xanax is fun, right? It's fun. I lied. It's not that much fun. It's kind of boring. It's a boring drug. It just helps you sleep when you do too much cocaine. Cocaine's the fun one. And then uh, I fell asleep too soon. Fell asleep while I was driving. And I didn't hit anybody or anything, so I'm pretty good. Uh, but I thought I was going to go to jail. I didn't go to jail. They put me in a drug treatment program instead to drop the charges. And I was the only white person in the drug treatment program. Everyone else in the program was either Mexican or black. Uh, that's how I know that I really broke the law. Because <laughs> uh, they took away my white privilege. They took it away. No, I'll get it back. They said I'll get it back in like two months. Two months from now. Uh, no, I don't believe in white privilege. I lied, I do. I do. I just don't think it should be called white privilege. Because it makes it sound like white people are spoiled when in reality white people just have it normal and everybody else has it shitty. <laughs> uh, so it shouldn't be called white privilege. It should be more like a black obstacle course. 
Because the police make it hard for black people, not easy for white people. We should all have white privilege. Not We shouldn't all have male privilege. That's only for me, though. Get out of here, ladies. Just kidding. Or not. I'm serious right now. Fuck out of here, ladies. This is a male show. <laughs> and another thing is about white privilege is that, uh, you know, you can take a privilege away. Nobody can take white privilege away. If white people can do something other people can't do, it's not really a privilege. It's more like a power. should be called white power. <laughs> Don't be sad. Somebody said, oh. And I know who it was. I'm just pretending for the radio. I feel like I've said too many racist things on the radio. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm in a relationship. Thank you. I'm in a relationship, and uh, my girlfriend's always worried that I'm going to cheat on her. She's like, you're going to go out tonight, and you're going to fuck some dumb, hot, blonde slut. And I'm just glad that somebody believes in my dreams. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I hope that happens. Point me in the right direction. I know my girlfriend and I, we get into the silliest fights all the time. The other day she got mad at me because I wasn't wearing a gift that she bought me. She was like, Chris, why aren't you wearing those condoms I bought you? And I was like, because I'm trying to give you my gift. Gift of life. And AIDS. <laughs> all the gifts. Gifts. I can't say gifts. Uh, no, that's not why. I wasn't trying to give her anything. No, no STDs. I just like wet pussy. I like the feeling of wet pussy. Right, ladies? <laughs> Do you guys like when you guys finger yourselves? Doesn't it feel better for your finger if it's wet? It's like a slushy or whatever. I like it wet. I like it wet, ladies. I like my pussy like I like my coffee wet. And eventually full of cream in the end. Uh, like it wet. <laughs> Like the pussy wet. I like it wet, but not too wet. You know, not too wet. Sometimes the pussy gets too wet. Everything in moderation. <laughs> Sometimes the pussy gets too wet. Sometimes I'm just pounding away. And that pussy gets so wet, I start thinking to myself, who is she thinking about right now? <laughs> uh, it's not me. I don't get it that wet. I get it like dip your toes in the water wet. And she's like, drown your children in the tub wet. <laughs> did you guys know that it was going to be so edgy tonight? I don't think you did. You didn't come prepared for the edge. The wrestler, the edge. Uh, my girlfriend has an IUD and it hurts. It hurts to have sex with her. Because while my penis is penetrating... You guys know what an IUD is, right? <laughs> cool, it's that thing. Uh, anyway, it hurts to have sex with her because while my penis is penetrating her vagina, her IUD is penetrating my pee hole. It hurts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you? I don't know what you're... You burned me, all right. I get it. Anyways, double penetration. Uh, it's penetration within penetration. 
IUDs are the inception of contraception. <laughs> um, I did acid recently. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a few years ago, so it doesn't feel that fun. But it's an old joke, but it's not that good either. But I did acid, and I, uh, I th thought I was going to learn things about myself. I didn't learn anything, though. I'm just a better Googler now. My Googling skills have improved. I used to Google things like, I hate myself. Now I Google things like, why do I hate myself? Uh, whenever I ask a lady out on a date, she says I'm more like a little brother to her. I feel like I can only date girls with little brother issues. Uh, do you know how hard it is to find a girl who's been abandoned by her little brother? It's hard. It's hard. You know, it's hard out here for a pimp. Like myself. Um, I don't like the sound that my girlfriend makes when she chews. Mostly because it hurts my penis. These are going to be all penis jokes. Uh, I live with my mother. I live with my mother, and I smoked weed in my bedroom the other day. And uh, I sprayed a whole bunch of Axe body spray to cover up the smell. And I think I sprayed too much of it because she got suspicious. She was like, Chris, are you a douchebag? <laughs> and I am a douchebag. Oh, yeah. I, have a, uh, I threw my dog's poop in some guy's trash can the other day, and he got mad at me. Uh, he was like, get out of my house. <laughs> Give me back my dog. It was his dog all along. <clears throat> I recently had a bad experience with weed brownies. I ate two of them, and I didn't feel anything. And 20 minutes had gone by, so I ate another two. Oh, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I got diabetes. <laughs> <coughs> Now I'm diabetic, see? I can't even stop coughing. So much diabetes. Does diabetes make you cough? I coughed so hard outside, my, my breath smelled bad after. I smelled my bad breath. Sounds like you farted out of your mouth. I feel like I'm yelling a lot. Uh, when I was uh, like a little kid, like a single-digit little kid, it was my first sexual experience. I got a hand job. Got a hand job uh, from another little kid, so it's okay. <laughs> usually it's not, usually it's from an old man, but I, I lucked out. Got a little kid giving me a hand job. I didn't make her, she, she was very insistent about it. Anyway, <laughs> she gave me a weird hand job though, because it was her first one. She went like this to my dick, she did this. And it felt good, so I jerked off like this for a few years after that. <laughs> because that's how I was taught to. And all these years later, I regret that happening to me. I don't regret getting the hand job. I regret jerking off like this. Uh, because now my dick is really long and skinny. <laughs> There's no girth. It just pokes you in the cervix. Ladies, if you have an itchy cervix, I'm here for you. Make some noise if you have athlete cervix. <laughs> I ejaculate gold bond. I ejaculate the gold bond. 
Um, I don't want to go yet. <laughs> uh, I don't want to seem homophobic or anything, but whenever I go to the movies with my gay friends, we never sit next to each other. We always have to have like at least two seats in between us uh, so I can lay down while I suck their dicks. <laughs> dicks taste gross, ladies, right? They taste gross. Dicks taste gross, or it depends on the dude's dick you're tasting whether or not it tastes gross. Uh, but I think that I look like my dick tastes bad. <laughs> and it's not true, it tastes delicious. And I'm having a taste test after the show. <coughs> just in case you guys want to suck my dick. Just kidding. Um, I'm going to go soon.